0: to our podcast true crimes and story times i'm kirsten i'm michelle
1: and i am bringing you a true crime episode this week
0: yes ma'am i mean or sure or non-binary yes
1: um this is a pretty popular case she is eileen warnos um the supposedly the first known female serial killer in the united states yep um yeah, I think I'm just going to get right into it. Unless you have anything to add. She's definitely a big one. I don't she's know if she's the one. very first now. Well, I think it was she's the first, like, popular. Do you
0: remember Aqua Tofana? Yeah, but that was in a different country, wasn't it? I know. But I still, said
1: in the United States. You're right, you're right. Okay. Moving so, on. So,
0: <laughs> Eileen
1: Lee Carroll. <gasps> Wait. Whoa. Lee. That's my middle name, people. Eileen Lee carol well that's lee, her nickname lee was
0: her nickname yeah because she has lee in her name yes uh, okay carol well, was her middle name still I last
1: name care. warnos i think that's how you pronounce it yeah i think so too um she was born february 29th 1956 in rochester michigan hmm. eileen's mother her name was diane mm-hmm. she was 14 years old when she got married to leo dale pitman who was 16 years old
0: okay so they married Wow, at sixteen and fourteen, how was that legal?
1: This was also in like you know the
0: fifties, forties, or fifties. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, me. they married. Sorry.
1: They married on June third, nineteen fifty-four. Mm-hmm. So Wait, this
0: was two years before Eileen was born. Kirsten, what? Oh, her mother. Yes. I was like, she got married in nineteen fifty-four. How is that possible? Near. Sorry. Go ahead. Diane. Yes, and I
1: get you. Leo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Married years before eileen was born yes okay? i get you now so they had a son in march of 1955 weird okay why is that weird austin's born march 1995 oh interesting <laughs> so they had a son in march of 1955 and then shortly after that they got pregnant again with eileen okay Two months before Eileen was born, Diane filed for a divorce from okay. Leo. Eileen never got to meet her father because he was in prison for most of her childhood. He was convicted of rape and attempted murder of a seven-year-old girl. Well, then it's a good thing he was in prison. Yes. He was also diagnosed with schizophrenia. Sch- I said that
0: weird. Schizophrenia. Whatever. I think it's pronounced that way as well. Is it? Okay. I think it's pronounced like schizophrenia and schizophrenia. Okay. I feel like in older videos that I see, they pronounce it like you just did. Yeah. Very weird.
1: So he was in and out of prison for various sexual assault charges mm-hmm. and um, mental hospitals. He was also in and out of mental hospitals. Mm-hmm. In January of 1969, he committed suicide by hanging himself while he was in prison. So, so she never got to meet her father.
0: Mm hmm. Diane, that might have been for the better, Yes, to be honest.
1: But, as we see, he's got some um, mental <clears throat> mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with him, obviously. Okay. He's got yeah. schizophrenia. Of course. And a lot of times, that is hereditary. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but some of the yeah. times. So, Diane, her mother, ended up taking Eileen and her brother to their grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. She told them that they were just going to go for a visit... Uh, for a while, but then she left and never came back. Nice. A couple months later, Eileen's grandparents legally adopted her and her brother.
0: So they were really trying to, like, be there for them. Yeah, of course. Like, they just had two kids dropped off at their doorstep. Yeah. So what else are they going to do? And they're their grandkids, so.
1: Yeah. By the time she was 11 years old, Eileen was already sexually active.
0: Wow, that's insane to me. She was engaging
1: in sexual activities in exchange for food, cigarettes, and drugs. And a lot at of 11? times she was doing this while she was at school. Yeah, at 11. Eileen said that her and her brother would engage in sexual activities together. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. So her grandfather was an alcoholic, and he would beat and rape her throughout her childhood
0: my god she had a rough one yeah we can feel bad for the child but we don't have to feel bad for the killer
1: this is a case where like she you do feel bad Mm -hmm. like you do feel bad for how she was raised Mm -hmm. and it's just where like she was done wrong so for her whole life Mm -hmm. she was done so dirty her whole life so it's no wonder she got to where
0: she went Mm -hmm. but that doesn't dismiss what she did also like in the 1950s like people were just doing a lot of things behind yeah. closed doors like. she re-
1: she really just had a really bad mm-hmm. up-
0: upbringing like i said we can feel bad for the child but we don't have to feel bad for her like because she murdered other people right
1: so <coughs> her grandfather would invite his friends over to also assault and rape her um, it's unknown if they also did this to
0: her brother. Mm-hmm. It wasn't specified. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but we don't know for sure. Yeah. Again, the 1950s, a lot of stuff were swept down under the rug. So, yes. if they were raping her mm-hmm. brother, they may not want people to know that because then they would seem gay. You right. know what I mean? Right. And in right. the 1950s, that wasn't acceptable that was like it is yeah. now. Well, so, they're also pedophiles, so. Yeah. She
1: ended up getting pregnant at the age of 14 by one of her grandfather's friends. hmm so, I guess crazy. they had this place where unwed mothers would go to have their children. I guess it was, like, looked down upon if you got pregnant and you were married. 1950s. Yeah. So, she went to stay in this home where she would give birth to the baby and then she put the baby up for adoption, mm-hmm. obviously, because she's 14. Mm-hmm. She's already in a horrible living situation
0: mm-hmm. with her grandfather abusing her. Mm-hmm. She can't take care of the baby. Right. So, she immediately gives it up. I wanted to correct myself because I think this is the '60s. Yeah,
1: because she was born in '56. Right. Yeah. So. Sorry, but I just wanted to know, correct myself. It's still yeah. the same concept. Yeah. So shortly after she gave birth, she went back to live with her grandparents because she didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. That's and sad, sad. Not long after she moved back, Eileen's grandmother died of liver failure. Mm-hmm. At the same time. At the age of 15, she was 15 years old at this time, mm-hmm. Eileen dropped out of school, and her and her brother were kicked out of her grandpa's house. For what? I don't know. I, he was an alcoholic, so who fucking knows? He probably just kicked him out just because... Sicko? Yeah. Eileen and her brother kind of went their separate ways. Mm-hmm. He went and did his own thing. Um, we don't really know much about him. But Eileen, she went to stay at a nearby wooded area, and she just kind of lived there out in the woods mm-hmm. and um, worked as a sex worker to try and get money for food and whatever, mm-hmm. drugs. Um, keep in mind, she's only 15, mm-hmm. a child. She is a yeah. child living in the wor- woods, working as a sex worker to survive. Definitely. So she had it fucking rough. Yeah. So now we're going to go to 1974. She's 18 years old. Eileen was arrested in Colorado for driving under the influence, firing a gun at a police officer, and disorderly conduct. She would also be later charged with failure to appear because she never showed up to court. Mm, So now she has a warrant. Yes. In 1976, two years later, Eileen hitchhiked from Colorado to Florida, where she would meet 69-year-old
0: Louis. That's crazy. From Colorado to Florida. Yeah, though. I was
1: just thinking about that. Like, how far is that? That's That's far. pretty far. I mean, it's like... And she hitchh- hi-
0: hitchhiked that whole way. Dude, how'd she even get there? That's crazy. She hitchhiked. I- obviously. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know, but like, damn, that's a long way. Yeah.
1: So, she was like 20, 20 years old at this time. Mm-hmm. And she met 69-year-old Lewis. Right. Okay, he was a yacht club president. Mm-hmm. So he had money. Right. They ended up getting married pretty quickly, despite their age gap of
0: literally 50 years. Well, he years. probably wants to lock it down because she's 20 and he's 70. And, and she like, wants to lock it, oh, it down because he's, he's got money. money. Yeah. yeah.
1: And she's never had money. Mm-hmm. So Eileen would often go out to local bars and get into fights which would lead to her getting arrested for assault she even at one point assaulted Lewis Damn. her own husband rude with his own cane holy shit yeah so obviously Lewis filed a restraining order against her hmm not not long after they got married right like weeks yeah
0: can you get a marriage annulled by then I don't know. I think you can. think like, you got, like, a month or two to at least to get it annulled if you get married and you mm-hmm. decide you don't want to be.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> so, she went back to Michigan in July of 1976 where she was arrested again and charged with assault for throwing a cue ball at a bartender's head. Yeah, she was literally trying to kill him obviously. So she was very violent. Mhm. But she would often hang out at these bars because they were always open late and it was a good place to like meet people and try and like befriend them and convince them to let her crash on their couch mm-hmm. because she didn't have anywhere to stay. Yeah. She just wanted a place to sleep. So in July of 1976, her older brother ended up passing away from cancer. Mm-hmm. He actually left her With $10,000 in insurance money. Mm. She used this money to buy a car. That's responsible. And then she basically blew the rest of the money within two months. And then she also wrecked the car in that amount of time. So she had no car and no money. Again. Crazy. Reckless. Mm. So in May of 1981, Eileen went back to Florida. When she got there... She robbed a convenience store where she stole $35 and a couple packs of cigarettes. Okay. A lot of time, women would, like homeless women, would deliberately commit these crimes, these petty crimes, very sloppily. So they would get caught and arrested Mm -hmm. so they could go to jail and And have somewhere to sleep and food. food.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So... That's what Eileen was trying to do at this time because mm-hmm. she would commit these petty, th- petty crimes, petty thefts, just so she could go to prison and, you know, get food or, right. like, sleep somewhere that's not outside. hmm So she got caught robbing the store, and then she goes to prison for a year mm-hmm. because all of her past offenses and whatever. Right. So she does a year in prison. Just a couple days after she was released... Eileen was caught trying to cash a forged check at a bank. So she's got another charge for honor. In 1986, Eileen met a woman at a gay bar in Daytona Beach. Her name was Tyra Moore. They were attracted to each other, and Eileen said that very quickly she fell in love with Tyra. Or Ty, we're going to call her Ty. Okay. For the rest of the er, video. For the rest of the podcast. Got it. I do that all the time. I always I say video or, like, watch. I know. We're literally on a podcast. Because you
0: be doing the ticky-tocky. I know.
1: So, Ty worked at a hotel, and Eileen continued to do her sex work, and she was kind of the main main support for them financially. Mm-hmm. Anytime Eileen would get into trouble at bars or whatever, Ty would back her up as a witness and, you know, tell whoever that... She- they're lying and eileen didn't do anything yeah so she basically was just you know using her to stay out of trouble right but still do the trouble mm-hmm. eileen would continue on to commit any crime you could think of besides murder so she would rob stores rob people forge checks assault people anything you could think of okay. fights all yeah. the things until 1989 When she would go on to murder seven men within a year. Twelve months. That's crazy. That's a lot of men Mm -hmm. in a year
0: for a woman to kill. She didn't have a lot of downtime. No.
1: So her first victim was Richard Mallory. He was a 51-year-old man who owned an an electronics store in Clearwater, Florida. Eileen said she killed him at the end of November and he was found mid-December. So... A couple weeks. Okay. He was found in a wooded area several miles from Clearwater and had been shot several times. He was a convicted rapist. So her whole thing was she claimed that she killed her victims out of self-defense. Mm-hmm. She said that she was, you know, doing her sex worker activities and they, you know, tried to assault her. Yeah. Or whatever. And she just defended herself. Right. And that's why she called him. Her next victim was found on June 1st, 1990. He was David Spears, a 43-year-old construction worker in Citrus County along Route 9. That's where he was found. He had been shot six times in the torso. The third victim was found just a few days later. Mm-hmm. Charles uh, Karskaden? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He was 40 years old. And he was a part-time rodeo worker. He had been shot nine times in the chest and stomach. Dang, so that's like her thing. She yeah, shooting him. them. hmm He was found in Pasco County, Florida, wrapped in an electric blanket. And his body was like rapidly
0: decomp- decomposing. As I'm sitting in an electric blanket <laughs> right now. Love that for you.
1: <laughs> Witnesses said they saw Eileen driving this man's car. So... At when they heard this... Right. Now they're, like, looking for the car. hmm At this time, Eileen and Ty are moving around Florida, staying at hotels. Okay. Okay. Eileen found a gun in the previous victim's car. She took it and she pawned it. Mm-hmm. And it's not very smart. No. Because that gun is obviously going to be registered to him. Right? I mean...
0: Yeah, you don't have to register your gun in certain states. Also, at this time, I don't know how it works, but... Mm. I know in some states you don't have to register your gun. Yeah. Like here in Indiana, you don't have to have your gun registered. But... But that's just me speculating. I'm just saying. And like
1: now. Yeah. I don't know how it was back then. Right. Maybe it was more lenient, maybe it was less lenient, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But my mind is, this gun might be... Could be. ...registered to him. Yep. So, the next victim was 65-year-old Peter Simes. He was leaving Central Florida to head home to New Jersey in June of 1990. He never returned home, and his car was found in Orange Springs on July 4th, 1990. Okay. But his body was never found. Witnesses described two women near this man's car. Okay. And matched Eileen and Ty's description. But they didn't know that it was Eileen and Ty. They just had the description. Right. Okay. So the next victim was found on August 4th, 1990 in Marion County. His name was Troy Burris. He was a 50-year-old sausage salesman. And he was found less than a week after he was reported missing. What a job. A sausage salman, salesman? Yeah. Yeah. Um, his cause of death was two gunshot wounds to the torso. Victim number six was Charles Humphreys. He was a retired Air Force major, police chief, and Florida child abuse investigator. He was found dead in Marion County on September 12, 1990. His body was fully clothed and had suffered multiple gunshot wounds to the head and torso. Jeez. His car was later found in Suwannee County. The last known victim was 62-year-old Walter Antonio. He was partially undressed. His body was partially Mm -hmm. undressed. And he was found on November 19, 1990 in Dixie County. He had been shot four times in the back of his head. Eileen and Ty were driving around in one of the victim's cars, and they ended up crashing it into a ditch in front of someone's house. So the people in the house came out and asked if they need help, and they kind of start freaking out. Yeah. Because they think they're going to get caught. Right. So they're just like, oh no, we're fine, and then they like run. hmm The people in the house are like the fuck are you doing? Why are you running? You just crashed your car and you're going to run. Something's off. So they call police and give them Eileen and Ty's description. So the police kind of know who they're looking for. So they do a media campaign and give their descriptions trying to locate these women. Since Eileen already had been arrested multiple times, her fingerprints were already in the police system. So they ran prints from the car that they got off of like the inside of the car and it was a match to eileen's prints obviously mm-hmm. why wouldn't it so on january 9th 1991 eileen went to a bar called the last
0: resort why do i find that ironic
1: yeah i was gonna say that <laughs> it's weird the bit. last resort yeah so police found her and arrested her on an outstanding warrant obviously they can't really arrest her on the um Murder charges? Yeah, because they don't know. Right. So, they just know she has the car. She, she had outstanding warrants, so they were that gives them probable cause to arrest her. So, Ty had ran her own direction. She's like, I want the fuck out of this. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm done with this whole situation. So, she's trying to run home. She is found in Pennsylvania the day after I, they arrest Eileen. Police wanted to use Ty as leverage. Basically... And they told her if she could get a confession out of Eileen, they would grant her immunity. So, they put Ty in a hotel room and wired the phone. And Ty makes, like, multiple calls to Eileen, trying to, like, coax a confession out of her. Yeah. And eventually, they were talking, and Eileen says that she killed the men out of self-defense. And they're like, boom, gotcha. So, they arrested her for murder. Eileen tried to plead insanity as they all do, Mm -hmm. but it didn't work. A year later, in January of 1992, she started the first of many trials that would go all the way to November of 1992. Okay, So almost a year, that's like 11 months, this trial took place. Eileen received six death sentences because one body was never found. Mm -hmm. So she got six death sentences for each of the six other um victims right ty even testified against her in court which is kind of messed up like did she know it's like she had she, to she had
0: to have known they were in the stolen vehicles
1: she, she had to have
0: known dude she definitely did for her to like test wait, i don't know
1: i don't know well they
0: said if she coaxed the confession confession then she gets immunity so now she's safe anyways so. yeah so,
1: Eileen changed her story multiple times. First, she said she killed him out of self-defense. Then she said she was trying to rob the men, and it started going wrong, and that's why she killed him. So, I don't know. It's kind of unknown. She changed her story a lot. So, she was in the Florida State Prison awaiting her execution. In 2001, she dismissed her legal counsel and denied any chance of appeal, basically saying There was, like, a whole long speech, but I was not about to read it all. Mm -hmm. So she basically said, like, she wasn't sorry for what she did. She would do it again if she had the chance. She knows what she did, but she did it anyway. She's not insane. Mm -hmm. She's completely, you know, competent, and she deserves whatever she gets, whatever. She shouldn't be let out of prison. She's Mm -hmm. saying this. Okay? Yeah. So her attorney is, like... She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's mentally incompetent. There's no way she wants to be put to death. Like yeah, you cannot the take her for like
0: it. don't don't do this. Yeah,
1: but Eileen insisted, you know, this is what I want. She said something along the lines of she's tired of everybody calling me crazy. This and that, whatever. She is ready to just die. Yeah. So her execution took place on October 9th, 2002. She declined her last meal and just had a cup of coffee. That would literally be your last meal? It literally would. Except for she didn't get Dr. Pepper. Or a Dr. Pepper, yeah. Her last words were, quote, Yes, I would like to just say, I'm sailing with the rock, and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus. June 6th, like the movie, big mothership and all, I'll be back. End
0: quote. Did she ever say anything about hating men? Because I think I've seen that. I don't know. Like, before she got executed. I don't remember. Did she? I feel like I kind of remember that. But I didn't see... Dead men don't rape. Oh.
1: Interesting. I didn't Mm -hmm. see that. I mean... That makes sense. Yeah. So she was the 10th woman in the United States to be executed. And the second woman in Florida to be executed. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was the story of Eileen Warnos. I mean, I do feel bad for her upbringing... I feel bad for the child but I don't that does not excuse what she did
0: definitely not. by no means she
1: seems like she was off her rocker she was
0: obviously physically violent before even any of that like came out you know what I
1: mean it was like brewing yeah it was
0: like gonna
1: happen definitely so I know that was like I kind of sped through that pretty fast but um I just wanted to throw it at you hope you guys enjoyed um yeah she was she was a wacky one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not already, go follow us on all our social medias. Link She'll
0: will be link in, the in the show, show notes. notes.
1: I feel like we say the same thing at the end of every. We episode.
0: always do. Everybody does. Um. That has a podcast. I know.
1: The uh, link to the Patreon is also in the show notes. If you want to go check that out, there's a few different tiers on there with mm-hmm. different things. And. Um, yeah, I think that's it give us a rating and a review
0: let us know how we're doing subscribe
1: um we are not recording the weekend of easter so you are going to get episodes this week and next week but not the following week i think
0: we've said that in like every episode so far but we just want to let you guys know we're recording all these episodes. episodes easter weekend we will not be recording we're recording all of these
1: episodes that you hear this in the same day Mm-hmm. so i'm just making sure that you guys know we're not recording the week weekend of easter
0: so the following so the week, week after next, easter there will be no episodes
1: but then you'll get some the next week yes okay
0: all right okay Bye. bye, bye.